Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest hypodermic needle movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. In this episode, we're covering Minute 93 of the Burbs, which begins with Dr. Klopek saying, You found one of my skulls, and ends with Ray reaching for Hans. So we get a little, we get a little Hans action. We finally get a third person in this little group. Right, well, we needed it, because there was too much, and it's just these two. Yeah. Like, I, I like you guys and all, but... Yeah, so uh, in case there was any kind of gray area left last minute about what happened and what Dr. Klopak was into, he lets that go right away. Oh, he doesn't even try to hide it at this point. He's not. Yeah, you saw one of my skulls, didn't you? Oh, yeah. So when <laughs> I said last minute or yesterday that he was at a six, uh, he is now at a ten. Yeah, yeah. He is just staring cold, dead eyes at Ray at this point. And you want to talk about the camera angle? Now it's just, like, straight up at his face. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's still the same angle we were looking at from Ray's point of view, except it has zoomed in so far it's past Ray's face. It feels like he's just staring down at you. Yeah, now he's looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> but he's still putting his gloves on, though. So, you got, I mean, you got to give him that. Right. He still does have – he is trying to get uh, – stay hygienic. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he snaps that glove the second time, and uh, Ray's about to jump out of his shorts. Yeah. I love he said it belonged to a neighbor of yours. Right away, you're like, wait, it can't be. How can it be? Yeah, it can't be. Walter's okay. Walter's fine. <laughs> yeah, so I got some questions about what's coming up here. So he says, we took the we took the house from them. Well, I offered to buy it, but you know how old people are, which I have as one of my uh, favorite line readings in the movie. <laughs> uh, you know how old people are. They grow so attached to things. <laughs> Question, why were they trying to buy the Knapp's house? Right. Why because the Knapp's house? Why did you want this old dilapidated house where there was no way you could possibly fit into the neighborhood? Right. Because it had a giant furnace in it. That's what I said. I guess the furnace that, that answers the question we had with – I don't know. Who was around at that point? Jason? I think we were with Jason. I think it was Jason. Yeah. We were trying to figure out if they brought this furnace in, which also adds to the did, – did, how they know it was in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> like they just found out that someone had put this giant furnace in like back in like 1947. We better go get that house that got the furnace in 1947. Yeah, let's, go, let's go into there, and we'll just <laughs> offer the people money. Well, just imagine if somebody came to your house. Like, say your house in your mind was worth $200,000. Right. And somebody just shows up and goes, hey, I want to buy your house for $200,000. No. Like, I'm totally happy and content living here. Why would I give you – and I'm sure they didn't offer 10 times. It's not, it's not like one of those situations where somebody offers you so much where you're like, sure, sure I'll move. I don't know. Did you see that house? Like, you offered him 50 grand for that house. Yeah, but if you're an old couple, you're like, this is our house. We're not moving. Well, they moved. <laughs> they moved, all right. They moved to the basement. <laughs> they moved to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> he also pulls out, so he pulls out the hypodermic needle. Well, he pulls out the syringe that has a hypodermic needle in it. So I got a couple couple notes on the old uh, syringe here. One, yeah. I don't even know when they were still using syringes like that. Why does it have finger cuffs on it? I never saw it before in my life. I think it's a glass syringe. Oh, wow. Which they haven't used in a long time. Right. It's because they also, if you, I mean, have you ever had an IV bag? Right, yeah. And, but they're like the plastic bags. They used to be a glass. Right, I've seen that in old, in old like, like they uh, knock them over and they break them. <laughs> yeah, Tales, Tales from the Dark Side or something, I've seen yeah, them. it's always them. a good thing at the insane asylum, knock it over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I was I tried to to briefly look up when glass syringes went away, but uh, it looks like in '61 the first plastic disposable syringe was used, and 
somebody had a U.S. patent for a disposable syringe in the mid-70s. Which I'm sure is way better for hygiene. Yeah. There's actual – there was disposable syringes as, as early as like the 50s. Oh, wow. So so that's my first question about the syringes. I, maybe he's just an old-school kind of guy. <laughs> so this is 89. Uh, what are we putting his age at at this point? 70. So he was born in 35. So he was – oh, my God. He was only 54. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god! And he plays the older brother to Ruben. Oh, he doesn't say he's older, does he? I think he, said, he just says he's my brother. I thought he said my older brother, the doctor. No, he, I think he just says he my said, brother, the doctor. He just says my brother, the doctor. Yeah. Still, he's fifty-four. I had him pegged at like sixty. I I thought he was in late sixties. Yeah, so he wasn't. <laughs> uh, he was also from Germantown. <laughs> he's right around your neighborhood. Germantown. I I, I worked in Germantown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where he was from. Wow. So, yeah. Other question. What's in the syringe? Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, poison. From what, from what I can see, it looks like he's going to create the Hulk because it's just green. <laughs> it's, yeah. <clears throat> it's, um, what the, what the heck would created the Hulk? What was that? It was. Oh, it was gamma rays. Gamma but rays. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't just... created by a thing. Like, listen, nerds, I know he wasn't created by something in a syringe. You better make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> I know he was exposed to gamma rays, but it's just because it was green. I was making a joke about it being green. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't. I couldn't find any poison that was supposed to be green, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. No, I don't know what it is. I guess it's just to let the audience know that he has something in there, and chances are it's not good. It's movie bad. Something bad is usually green. Well, or- the other movie thing about this is he's monologuing. Right. He's being he's doing the bad guy monologue instead of just going in there and taking him by surprise and stabbing him with this thing. Yeah, he's a Batman villain. <laughs> uh, I think I have yeah I have it written down right here. Uh, what exactly is Doctor Klopek's game plan here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand what he was. Why explain it to him if you're going to kill him anyway? Or why explain it to him because you're killing him anyway? But why do this at all? So uh, it, I guess if your theory is that he saw one of your skulls. Then you have to kill him. But then you also have to assume that Art probably saw it, and nobody said anything yet. So, okay, you're just assuming that he saw it, you're going to kill him. You go in there, you're monologuing with him, and then you're going to steal the ambulance? Yeah, I didn't get that either. You're just going to kidnap him? Yeah, it's not like their plan goes wrong, and then they try to steal it. Like, that seems like it was their plan. It's a wrong plan. (laughs) It's a terrible plan. The Klopeks are not good at plans. (laughs) The plans are not their thing. Okay, so he's got to have his little green vial of whatever. <laughs> of juice. Yeah. <laughs> and he's upset about losing a skull, and he says, perhaps I might just take yours. His other – the other thing I had a question about, when he's holding the thing in his hand, his hand is shaking. Yeah, he's – I don't know if he was trying to shake the needle to make it look, like, scary or if he was – I don't know what was going on there. He was shaking like he had early Parkinson's disease. Oh, possibly. He also has no problem pushing um, a man 20 years younger than him and twice his size down to the ground with one hand. Right. You know, the line you skipped, he said, I let you keep the femur. Yeah, so that, <laughs> so now we know the femur was legit now. Right. But he wants a skull. Yeah, he wants a – I want my skull. <laughs> it was his hand shaking. I'm like, how are you going to stab him with that hand? <laughs> and he grabs – Hanks by the throat, and it looks like he's in some distress. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. And then we hear Hans, 
and look at that. Pinocchio is in the front seat. And we get that goofy Han stare back at us. Goofy face, yeah. Yeah. That is something to just haunt your nightmares right there. His weird, pale, washed-out face. That's bad. Yeah, and he still had that stupid hat on. And, like, the last uh, ten seconds, half of it is them, like, wrestling around in the car. And then here's what I'm talking about. The ambulance just drives off through the police tape. And they're <laughs> yeah. wrestling around back there. At the very end of the minute is uh, Ray reaches up front and is trying to get a hold of Hans. He grabs Hans and kind of pulls him. But even if this went well, um, apparently Hans was always going to drive through the police tape. <laughs> so did they think everybody was going to be just like, oh, that was odd. Hey, maybe that ain't no safe to get out of here fast. Yeah, like, hey, uh, it's weird because the two EMTs that were supposed to be in that ambulance are standing right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, where's Hans at? Yeah. Oh, hey, where's Dr. Kopak at? I'm sure this, even if this worked and you drove away, and even if you ditched the ambulance and did whatever, I mean, we're one of two things. You were just hoping you'd be able to talk about it later, or you were just ditching Uncle Reuben, I guess. Yeah, I guess you were just leaving Reuben behind. You're like, he's old. Just let him die. <laughs> we'll let him take the rap for this. Yeah, well, I had, I had written down, holy crap, it's Hans. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely heard much of him. You'd only like seen him kind of stand in the background for like the last couple minutes. Right. I can't even remember the last time that he had a line of dialogue in this movie. When he was standing around, did he have that stupid hat on the whole time? Um, the one time you saw him outside the car, he had it on. He did. In the car. You saw it once before because I mentioned that he had his Pinocchio outfit on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think we only saw it once. It's bad. It's a terrible look. <laughs> it is. It is not good. Yeah. So we don't get we don't get to the resolution of this scene yet. I think we'll we'll get to we'll basically end this little mini scene that we had here by uh, our last day of the week. Right. But in this minute, we just had scary Doctor Klopak with his weird green poison. <laughs> his shaky hands and his old ass hypodermic needle <laughs> which if you need a little know a little about hypodermic needles I'll also tell you this I said it was a hypodermic needle minute I could have also said syringe those are two different things are they? the syringe is the top part like the, the part that like does the, like the pump or whatever that actually pushes the stuff out the plunger part yeah the needle is the needle okay well that makes sense <laughs> yeah. hypodermic needle also called a sharp is a very thin hollow tube with a sharp tip which contains a small opening at the pointed end. It is commonly used with a syringe, a hand-operated device with a plunger, to inject substances into the body. Okay. And it gives, oh, like, saline solutions, various drugs, or liquid medicine, or in this case, poison. Green stuff. Yeah. Hemlock. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, so hypodermic needle is used for rapid delivery of liquids. Listen, if you're unfamiliar with a hypodermic needle, you haven't been living in a uh, first-world country in your entire life. Right. Yeah, they're used all the time. <laughs> or you don't even watch TV because they're on TV all the time too. Yeah. However, you may be unfamiliar with the hypodermic needle that you know Dr. Klopak was rocking. I'm unfamiliar with that hypodermic needle. I've, I've never seen nothing like that. I've, like, seen, I've seen stuff like that, but like you have only seen it in movies, and usually in like '50s horror movies. Right. Well, that's where I've seen the glass IV bags and stuff. But that thing is weird. That the two finger cuff thing. Yeah. So uh, here. It is estimated that about 10% of the adult population has a phobia of needles, trypanophobia, and is much more common in children ages 5 to 16. Patients can ask for a patch from the nurse to numb the area where the injection will take place to reduce pain. Oh, little flower, stop it. Listen, I can't even say nothing bad about this. Last time I had to get a flu shot, I almost climbed out the window. What a baby you are. 
<laughs> moose shot. That's not even a needle. It's not even a hypodermic. Sit there and let somebody stab you. That's not what you're supposed to do. Oh, stop. Here, go ahead and stab me. Ugh, you are the worst. <laughs> I'm surprised you can open up your uh, laptop without being afraid that it's going to steal your soul. doesn't have any sharp edges on it. We're good. <laughs> I don't understand people. Like I, I, I can almost understand like people that can't get their blood drawn because some people just can't see blood. Yeah. But like a flu shot? Come on. My daughter gets a flu shot and just walks out. I don't want Nothing. nobody – I don't want them stabbing me. It's a sharp eight. object. She's eight. I don't, <laughs> I don't like stepping on a thumbtack either. It's not fun. There's a slight <laughs> difference there. <laughs> a flu shot doesn't hurt at all. It hurt last time. My goodness. And, and then I got sick afterwards. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. And then I got the flu afterwards. <laughs> I get the flu. Don't get me started. That's another podcast. Yeah, that was a joke. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, no. I saw it on a website. <laughs> All right. I don't have anything else for this minute. Do you have anything else? I think we've... No, we've wandered off. Yeah, we've we've covered Creepy and Henry Gibson enough. <laughs> so uh, go over to our Facebook and Twitter. You can... Uh, also, email us at the, the burbs minute at gmail.com. Go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Go over to Amazon, buy my book, The Dawn of Mars. Chris, what's your eBay site? Uh, Titan Tech eBay store or Chris1200 on eBay. And what can you get there? What kind of fine items can the people hope to get? Plenty of wrestling figures there. Also, I have Marvel Legends now and some phone cases up there if you want to check that out. Oh, some phone cases starting to bust in on somebody else's business, huh? <laughs> Trying to move in a little bit. <laughs> I'll diversify my portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for this minute. Uh, check out moviesbyminutes.com before I forget. And uh, I let you keep the femur and stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>